Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Hello, my friends. <laughs> It's Devin here. Uh, Stacy can't join me tonight, but it's an exciting night because I get to introduce you to the 200th episode of Weekly Buddy Time. Woo! Um, <laughs> so what are you drinking out there in Radioland? Um, I am, of course, back on my Boda Box bullshit uh, drinking some delicious wine and um, enjoying the fact that we have been doing this for 200 consecutive weeks now. Uh, a little bit about the number 200 is a natural number that comes after 199 and 201 comes after it, just in case you were curious about that. Um, <laughs> but some other cool things about 200... Uh, 200 is known as an Achilles number. And you might be like me and be like, what the heck is an Achilles number? Well, I'm so glad you asked because I have the Wikipedia article here to tell us what it is. It is a number that is powerful, but not a perfect power. Uh, In other words, every prime factor appears at least squared in the factorization and all Achilles numbers are powerful. So uh, that is something that 200 is. Another thing uh, is that there is an HTTP status code that indicates a successful connection. And that code is 200 OK. So this is our 200 OK episode of successful connections and completions of Weekly Buddy Time. And we thought what might be fun to do to kind of celebrate 200 episodes is do a Casey Kasem style, (laughs) like countdown of the most popular episodes. Now, obviously, it would take us a long time if we were going to do all of them, but we did at the very beginning of September, we pulled the top five episodes. And so what we're going to do is in descending order, going from five to one, uh, I will introduce what those episodes are, and then I will share a little clip from each episode. So that way you get kind of a best of compilation in your 200th episode of Weekly Buddy Time today. So without further ado, let's start off with number five, the number fifth, (laughs) number fifth, (laughs) number five episode um, has 41 listens. So that's cool. (laughs) It was published on February 15th, 2022, and it is episode 167 titled, That's When My Cactus Bloomed. Now, we're going to go straight into this clip. So as a little context, this is the episode where Stacy and I decided to just talk about the movie Encanto. Uh, (laughs) So uh, without further ado, here's the clip. But then after I'd watched it, I 
started reading, there were a lot, a lot of articles came through my feed, you know, people having seen it or whatever, about like how there is so much, uh, such a good treatment of like family trauma and how it affects um, different family members mm-hmm. in the actual story. And like, if you actually do a reading of it from that point of view and you're like watching it with that in mind, you have this understanding of, you know, you have um, Abuela who mm-hmm. had severe war trauma that mm-hmm. basically like caused her to um, not be able to, you know, to like try to control everything and try to make everything perfect all the time. Right. Yeah. To, to the point of not being able to extend love to her kids. And mm-hmm. because of that, like there was this ripple effect where all of these, um, you know, all these, the members of this family had problems, had like something broken in them because of this trauma. Like the house itself was broken, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though everybody was trying to fix it. And so it was just like, once I went into it after having read a couple of these articles, which I'll link about in, um, in show notes, it was like a whole different perspective that made me cry again. <laughs> oh. Because it was like, oh my gosh, you know, yes, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to have a strong, you know, um, matriarch in the family who expects everyone (laughs) to hold the family together um, and, you know, how much pressure that is. And then I also know what it's like to be kind of like Maribel and try to make everybody happy and try to make everybody feel good and be like the healer almost uh, trying Mm -hmm. to do that. I also know what it's like to be Isabella and, you know, you have to be perfect and people are expecting you to be like this awesome thing. And Mm -hmm. if you do anything that's not, you know, helping the family or you're following your own dreams, like then you're, um, you know, you're, (laughs) <laughs> a bad person basically. Yeah. And, um, and so that hit me too. Cause like that was in many ways when I ended up pregnant with Ashlyn, like that was when, <laughs> that was when my cactus bloomed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, cause I got into college and I was doing all the stuff that I was supposed to do. And then, you know, I just completely did things my own way and got pregnant and, then I had a little cactus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and so I like... Wait, I'm, is there a cactus in the movie? Or where is this... Where is this... Um, whenever... Well, I think it's analogous. Um, whenever she has her song, um, uh, she first, Oh, yeah, yes. There's like yes. a little cactus that plump, that blooms up. But she's like, yes. look, it's something new. Um yes. Yeah, okay, yes, that's okay. I get you now. I'm thinking, where's this analogy coming like, from? But I get you. you. Okay. Yeah. Cactus. I yeah, I I really liked that um like I guess like st- st- plot story whatever. Yes, you know, yes. like her, yeah, I really liked that. About yeah. Her. I did too. Um and then there was just like, you know, so I there were things I identify with and then there were other things that felt very um that i that i'd seen happen in my family right like you have 
um, the the one that withdraws. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I didn't even think about that until I started reading all these articles. And I was like, oh crap, that's my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like my brother literally, um, you know, just decided that we were all crazy and peaced out. Like he just left the family for mm. uh, like five or six years. He was just completely gone. And, um, you know, and I was like, that's just, that's okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and then me and my family, (laughs) I like literally moved away and I was just like, you guys got drama. I'm leaving. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, oh, I also often, uh, identify with Peppa, the one that's like, uh, always try to get in control of her emotions. And oh, yeah. Because <laughs> her weather, it causes weather to go crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, clear skies, clear skies, to try to, like, calm herself down. Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. because she's trying to be in control of it all the time. It just never happens for her. Yeah. Um, I think you could almost be the other one, too, that has the hypersensitive hearing, because I think pe- people probably... Um, bend your ear a lot on things because that's true you are that, yeah you know you're like oh what's going on with you or tell me about what's going you know whatever right. so uh people probably tell you a lot and then you so you carry that burden of knowing all the things all the time that is true that is true um and that i mean that is that is one of the things that i one of the roles i had in the family right mm-hmm. yeah. in, in my actual family was right. i was the one that people would come to and confide in and then i was like well what the hell do i do with all that yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, thank you for giving me all this stuff to worry about. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I'm also. I, I also am that nosy. Just for the record, I really do always want to know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so. I liked that character's little when like she would talk and then she'd go, mm. and then she like I don't know yeah. what it was about the little squeak or why they even I put know. it in there, it but. Was so perfect. I know. It really was. I loved it. She'd just be like, I know. <laughs> and then she'd look right away. I don't know. It was perfect. I loved it. She was adorable. She was absolutely she was. adorable. She really was. So, I mean, th- that's just like some of the examples that I saw going through it. And I was like, this is just amazing. Um, and then, so as I was watching it, the thing that struck me or the thing that made me feel so good about the movie was that it was dealing with family trauma it was dealing with like the 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 mental health effects right of mm-hmm. having to to deal with a history of you know something traumatic happening right mm-hmm. um but at the end of the day everybody loved the family and everybody loved each other and like even yeah. bruno who was like in hiding and in exile in the fucking walls of the house. Yeah. Spending his time fixing the cracks so that nobody had to worry. Yeah. It's just like, ah. (laughs) Um, And the second, I hadn't realized the first time I watched it. So the last time I watched it, um, I hadn't noticed that he had set himself a little like place at the table. Yeah. um, He has that like hole. He watches people sitting at the table to eat. And Mm -hmm. then he made his own little place setting. Like, (laughs) I know. I was just like, Oh, Bruno, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. His story is, he's so, it's so sad. Yes. It really, really is. It absolutely is. Which I hate. 
hated the grandma. Like, I know that we're so, she's the kind of quote-unquote villain in this. And right. um, we're supposed to not like her. Or, you know, we're supposed to get right. negative vibes from her. But I, like, irrationally hated her because of the way that she... Because I saw the... Like, I, I, I'm i learning, especially um, like especially at work. Like, I, I think this is where it's coming out more. Like, I'm realizing it more. But uh-huh. um, respect is such a huge thing for me. Uh-huh. And so, if someone comes across as, like, you know, not respecting somebody or kind of, you know, yells at or talks to somebody down in some way i will put them in their place i don't care who they are and i will yeah. put them in their place and so every time especially every time that she talked to uh mirabelle um you know it was like so negative and so like just totally off base and i hated her i hated the grandma so that's so interesting because mine was just like oh that's how grandmas are right <laughs> no my grandma was the most lovable compassionate i mean just like the best she was a saint right like she, yeah like i like she never said a bad thing about anybody ever and she that's never, awesome yeah she was the best lady in the world i'm pretty sure that they modeled a, a abuela in this movie after my grandmother oh my gosh <laughs> i think one of the things that stacy and i have learned over the years is that we had very different experiences um, many things in life. And so that just gave you one taste or one example of that. So let's go on to number four with 44 listens. Our episode that aired on May 24th, 2022 and featured a, a, a awesome, an awesome guest, Helen, uh, and the title of the episode is Make Review Pizza, and it is episode 181. Now, as a, some context for this episode, I had gone through the entire month of May really um, asking for a lot of help from different people to try to basically get my shit together. And I was very lucky in that I had lots of people who were willing to help. So I am grateful for that. And this is one episode that made a big impact on me, uh, bringing in Helen and asking for some specific uh, advice related to making habits, especially when you've got children who are running around and making your life crazy. So I will let you hear the clip from episode 181. So what are some habits that you have built that like really, really help help you or you find very helpful? And Mm. and how did you build those habits? (laughs) Well, isn't that the trick, right? Right. Um, and the, the cool thing about the, like figuring out how we can, how our brains work with regards to things like habits, thankfully there's like really smart people that are researching this kind of stuff and they actually do experiments and track things and they've made connections with like what we understand about like our literal brain structure and our, our wiring. Um, and so I'm super interested in that kind of stuff because I'm like, is there a way to make my brain more better? (laughs) because like yes please <laughs> please do please do make yeah. my brain better <laughs> how, how to how to have good brain yes. um, 
And so I have read a couple, um, I mean, I've read way too many books and I've listened to way too many productivity podcasts where they also read way too many books. Um, and what I can point to are these ideas that like some of the habits that have helped me are um, really firmly establishing and upholding boundaries mm -hmm. because without those boundaries in place, I can't be sturdy myself and other people's stuff starts interfering in the system. And if I have, if I have the system mostly running smoothly and somebody's allowed to throw wrenches in there, that's going to mess things up for everybody. Cause I'm not going to be able to help right. that other person either. And so, um, things like I'm a natural people pleaser. Yes. <laughs> and I like, <laughs> I like doing a good job and yep, getting yep. stars at work and being told mm -hmm. you're so smart. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so I, I noticed that like I was taking on a lot of work that I didn't need to be doing or I was like putting in 120% when people were like, we really just need to get this out. Like 60% would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so recognizing those things in myself and like helping myself um weigh things in a more mindful way and and you guys have talked about like um trying uh like a minimalism approach to, yeah like so specifically the stuff in your house but the stuff in our house also weighs on us mentally right so mm -hmm. um the the minimizing can also apply to your tasks and your work mm. and so i wait i have to do less things you, yeah. you do the right things mm -hmm. <sighs> that's the trick right so I, I really like this concept and there's a book of course there's a book right but there's yeah, a book right. called essentialism and it's, okay. it's, it's along those lines of like minimizing but it's like minimizing to the right amount and then expanding right. where you do want to expand gotcha that and makes so, sense so uh, I think one of the, the sort of rules from is it, it's like if it's not a hell yes it's a no Oh, and so those I consider to be <laughs> thinking habits that I've tried to incorporate for myself because I would always say, yeah, sure. Why not? I can take on more work. I'll just work right. more harder and get more productive and turn more stuff out. And it's like, actually, you've already done a pretty good job with your time. It's not about time management. It's about in the sense of like doing more things in the same time. It's about mm -hmm. letting stuff go, saying goodbye to those those jeans that you thought you were going to wear and you're not going to wear them and they're just in your closet. They're just on your to-do list. Mm -hmm. Let it go yep. and say no. So, so saying no to me is actually in a nice way. You don't have to be mean. I'm not saying be mean. <laughs> I'm saying understanding that all you're doing is shifting because you can always do stuff. Yes, I can, I can do that job. And then it's like, wait, the actual question is, should I be doing that job? Do I want to be doing that job? what would I be getting rid of in order to make room for that work? Right. Um, yeah. Someone phrased it like, does it serve me? You know, yes. like what is it accomplishing things and does it serve me is kind of the yeah. question they ask. Yeah. And, and I, I get the feeling cause this has been tricky for me. I, I get what that message is. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if maybe that's hard for Devin specifically, because <laughs> if you yeah. don't feel like you deserve to weigh things based on how they benefit you personally, Mm -hmm. That can be a tricky way of measuring things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I may be sitting over here being like, like 
very slowly like folding into myself in a little ball of like <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> we gotta switch and talk about booze or something for a minute <laughs> no 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 it's um, good it's good it's just okay. funny because you're just like talking about like you know boundaries so you said boundaries i was like oh god i should not have asked i should not have asked <laughs> she's she i'm looking into the void now and it's looking back um, okay, so the good news about trying to build habits is that we know from like research in neuroplasticity that our brains can be trained like you would your muscles. It's just a tinier, more electrical muscle. Much like Stacy hitting the gym to get all buff and hot, you ha- <laughs> you might have to do a new exercise. You might not be able to hit the ground running with it. You might have to do a couple reps with a low weight Mm -hmm. to practice Mm -hmm. your form first. So that's Mm -hmm. like when you're, when you're learning a new habit, there's all that friction and it's really hard and you have to set 40 reminders and Mm. have post-it notes all over your house. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that is not, that is not a personal failing. Okay. That is literally how your brain is wired. But I literally, we were walking the dog and I told James, I was like, you know, I'm going to start eating healthier and I'm only going to, I'm going to try to only drink like once a week. And then like, we seriously get back to the house and I'm like, you want to order pizza? And he's like, I thought thought we were ordering, I thought we were eating healthy. And I was like, what are we talking about? I was like, crap, that's right. And it was that quick, like that quick. It's not even like overnight. And then afterwards you might be like, wow, I am such a ding dong that I literally did not remember it but here's the thing this is where you get to practice self-compassion and like giving yourself grace Mm -hmm. that's because you only thought one time Mm -hmm. i want to eat not pizza tonight yeah (laughs) well that's okay but (laughs) how many nights have you thought i want to eat pizza and then you ate pizza and it was super good and your brain was like pizza equals good yep (laughs) and then you conditioned if you if you're if you're driving up someone's driveway for the first time, it, no one's ever driven up this path before. It's going to be uneven. It's going to be mostly grass, right? But if you keep mm-hmm. driving over that same route over and over again, it's going to eventually get worn in. It's going to mm-hmm. become more solid, and it's going to be you're almost automatically going to follow that path. All right. So that's yeah. that's what neuroplasticity means: is that you're 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 activating two tiny little neurons in your brain. You're saying, okay, dinner equals, you know, delicious chicken and cheesy broccoli or whatever, whatever you're going for. Mm-hmm. And the first time you do it, you got to really, you're, you don't want to lift too heavy. You don't want to say, I'm going to eat healthy for the rest of my life. That's way too much weight. <laughs> yeah. You start with a tiny little weight and you focus on your form. And that's where you start thinking in systems. You start Speaking the language about, here. Yeah. So you start <laughs> thinking about, you're focused on the habit you want to build. But before you do that, you want to spend some time like checking your form in the mirror, going mm-hmm. slowly so that you don't hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And lifting a little weight, maybe doing a little rep. Mm-hmm. And there are these ideas of approaching it in that way where like, OK, yeah, the first time you start doing it, you might want to break the habit down into the tiniest component. And there's a researcher, BJ Fogg, who's actually studied how our brains pick up habits and like they've done research with people who have like memory issues so they they Mm -hmm. still have routines they still have routines (laughs) like people who have memory damage will still have things that they automatically can do because Uh. 
those parts of the brains have already been wired together mm-hmm. so firmly, right? The grooves are really deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so their car, you know, their brain car can go on autopilot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Once you learn a new exercise and you get your form down and you've done a couple reps with a smaller weight, you start doing it with higher weight and you're, you have to focus a lot less of your attention on it each time. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's, that's what you're doing with the habit is you're not just saying, I'm going to, by sheer force of will, emotionally badger myself into doing something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because like, Devin, you feel like you don't have habits and routines and things or like it's chaotic. And it's like, you do. You do have a habit of snoozing your alarm 50 times. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what you want, you have, you have lifted that weight a million times and those muscles are super buff right? Yeah. It's like a weird muscle. And you're like, that muscle's way too big. I need to balance it. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, the 50 alarms do eventually get me up. Whereas the like one alarm, I would just sleep through and then I was always late. So there's that might not have been a good example because you also, you got to do what you got to do. And if the promise promise of pizza gets you through the day, get some pizza now and then like, that's okay. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But just recognizing that like, oh, I am not a, a failure. Right. Yeah. I'm not weak. Uh, Stacy is in, in no way a ding dong because she autopiloted into pizza. <laughs> pizza is goodness. So your yeah, brain's pizza, like, yes. As I, I to say, that's yeah. just smart as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> your brain is super good at it. So recognize and be like, good job, brain. You were trying to get me some pizza. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So uh, if if you are super into like trying to figure out ways of framing your habits and breaking them down and learning about the ways that our brains actually do work and being a little bit more gentle with yourself, because like Mm -hmm. you're you're not just like fighting like, oh, I need to get past this inertia of not doing this habit. It's like there's systems in place like you can't go for a run if you have a meeting scheduled at that time. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You can't go for a run if you're hungry and need to pee and don't have water. So you need to have the supplies that you need to do it successfully. You need to have that. Um, and you you get to do that, right? You get to carve that space out for yourself. And that's where the boundaries come in is you're like, no, this is my running time. It is sacred. And protecting mm-hmm. that habit while it's getting stronger. And right. eventually you can, you'll, it'll come more naturally, right? But the first hundred reps might be might require additional scaffolding to to get the structure in place. And then once right. you don't need that scaffolding, yeah, then you'll be like, yeah, I'm super buff. You know, I'm Stacy. Look at me. <laughs> Throwing out of bed. Buff. <laughs> I like all these analogies. This is really, this is working yeah. for me. Yeah. It's so true. Stacy is buff in like all the best ways, in the physical ways and in the mental ways. And uh, that is awesome. <laughs> so the next one in our countdown, number three, getting a little bit close. And this is actually episode 69. Nice. Uh, this aired on March 31st, uh, 2020. And anyone who might be paying attention to dates that was like right after lockdown came in uh to play and this particular episode has had 48 listens and since it was the 69th episode 
Stacy and I decided that we wanted to talk about sex. (laughs) So the episode is titled Clitoris Explains It All. (laughs) Of the TED Talks. Uh, The keys to a happier, healthier sex life. Um, And this is really where she gets into a lot of the stuff that I saw in the book. Like the idea of being normal, the idea of having confidence and joy, um, the dual control model of the brain, the the accelerator and the brakes that turn you on and turn you off. Um, yep. And then the idea was, you know, you've got these these two things working in your brain. And so sometimes you've got two, if you're having issues, you may be having too much stimulation to the brakes. Um, and I wrote down a lot of stuff here because I was like, uh, you know, your kids are walking in. Like, yes. Like, yeah. Your dog staring at right. you. Yes. You know, whatever. Oh, my God. This is why I don't have dogs. But yes. No, exactly. It's the, it's the worst because. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. I mean, I guess kids are, are worse because they know. Like, if you shut the door, they're going to sit there and go like, Mom. Right. Why'd you shut the door? I mean, dogs just bark. <laughs> you know, but still, the barking is a, a mood. mood right. Problem. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I talked about what hits your brakes and then also what hits your accelerator. So the idea is, you know, how can you, what are strategies you can use to minimize the brake, braking? Yeah, wait. Yeah, let's explain brakes and accelerators because okay. I loved this yes. idea. Like this totally resonated with me. Um, so she says there's two totally different things um, that's happening that can happen. And people are a mix of um, brakes and accelerators, but accelerators are things that obviously get you excited and those can vary from person to person and then of course brakes are things that t- that make your body say like mm, i don't really want to do this right now right but things can be like stress stress can be actually be a break for one person but be an accelerator for another yes because like where where one person may be like oh i'm stressed out i'm gonna go have a beer another person's like oh i'm stressed out i need to have sex right yeah um <laughs> And so one is not the same for someone else, but um, people are a mix of maybe they're they have a highly sensitive accelerator, but they don't have much brake. And that's where you see the people that are permis quote unquote permiscuous uh, because they they tend to be more on the accelerator side. And then um, you can have people that are have way more brakes but then they have they have very little accelerators so they have to work really hard to get past their brakes right um and then you have people that are just like a mix of both like an average of you know whatever right but and in the book she ha- gives a quiz yes. so that you can kind of figure out where you are on that spectrum right and uh, i haven't taken the quiz yet but uh i i like it. i did i did um and i don't mind to share my i have i am very i have a very sensitive accelerator um, and my brakes are just kind of in the middle. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Wait, which side was your accelerator? I didn't I'm very sensitive. I'm very sensitive. So I'm very it's much just, like, yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you ready to go? Ready, ready to go. go. Just ready to let's go. Head, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say my brakes are probably higher now than, uh, than they used to. It's probably why I am where I'm at in my life. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but they are, my brakes are pretty normal, but my excel and my accelerators are yeah. like way over. It's just like, you know, a little bit higher. So, yeah, but yeah. Well, I think, um, the interesting thing for me was that, um, I didn't 
take just look i didn't like i did said i didn't take the break quiz but i as she was talking through like giving examples of some of the Uh breaks um i don't actually hit very many of the breaks but some of the breaks are extreme for me like i obviously don't want kids we haven't had kids and we have no intention to have kids. right so that is a big break and um i mean i do have an iud so i have birth control but they're only 99.9 percent sure <laughs> so they, you know you could a really good swimmer could get past it <laughs> So, you know, that has been something that I have struggled with throughout my life is that I don't want kids. Right, right. That is definitely a result of having sex is kids. And so that is something I struggle with. And so that I was just, you know, yeah, I just really loved the accelerator slash break idea. Yeah, no, me too. I thought that was, I thought it was a very, I thought it was very interesting. I love the fact that it was based in science. Um, I did get a little squeaked squicked squicked <laughs> squicked squicked whenever they were talking about mice going at it uh that was just that that hit that what that hit my break really hard um that's so funny <laughs> it's just like i really don't want to read about the sexual uh stimulations of mice no thank you no thank you oh that's funny I mean, I wouldn't want to watch a video of mice, of mice doing it, but whatever. Just talking about well, it. Well, I think that's just because I'm, have, I'm a very visual person, so I tend to yeah, I guess visualize so. stuff. Right. And so immediately I'm just like, yeah. I don't want to, why are you giving me images of mice doing it? I don't want to see this. <laughs> this is not in yeah. my life. No. Yeah. Especially because she was, she was very personal about it because she was like, you know, a mice might have a mice female female mice who smells like lemons and you know he's like oh yeah you smell like lemons this is sexy goodness i'm like no no mice and sexy goodness do not go together no (laughs) break 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 oh that's funny i just imagined like a little like fonzie mouse like with like a you know leather jacket and like some greased back hair and he's like Hey, lady. <laughs> and I think it's funny because she even says, well, of course, he does it with both of them. Yeah, yeah. And he gets more excited with the lemon mouse. And I was just like, that little player. I also you know, got like, because she was talking about, you can tell because he had more ejaculate or whatever, more sperm. And yes! I'm like, how did you? I don't want to know how they counted the sperm inside the mouse. Like, I don't. Oh, my God. This is a weird. Science. Yes. Thing. Weird. And I had the same, like, so this is unrelated, except that it's mice. There was a story on NPR that was talking about how they create um, mice to test vaccines on or whatever. And it was yeah. very similar in the fact that they had to breed them in a certain way. And I was just like, why is there all this mice talk in my life right now? <laughs> it's like, I know I loved The Secret of Nim just like anybody else in my generation. Um, <laughs> but I was not one of those people that was turned on by Justin. Sorry. <laughs> Stop me. Look, Devin, it's just the circle of life. Everybody has sex. Why am I the one telling you this? <laughs> natural. It's natural. It's normal. It's, natural, it's normal, normal to have sex, Devin. <laughs> those, yep. those mice are saying, yep. I am normal. All right. That's I am fair. <laughs> quit, quit shaming me, Devin. I don't mean to my shame. <laughs> Talking about? 
It struck me after listening to that clip that it might have been helpful to let you know that we were specifically talking about Emily Nagowski and uh, the Come As You Are book and some of her tech talks. So I apologize for not putting that out there in the beginning, but uh, anyone who's been listening for the last 200 episodes, you know that I'm not always the best about being very detail-oriented. Uh, so it should come as no surprise, really. <laughs> So we have gone down to number two, the second episode that has had 78 listens as of the 1st of September of this year. Uh, This is an episode that goes all the way back almost to the very beginning of our podcast back in February 26th of 2019. Um, This was back whenever we were doing weekly challenges, which was a lot. We decided pretty quickly that that may be a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> and uh, specifically, we we combined that with whatever we were doing for the year. So we were making, um, you know, like uh, New Year's resolutions. And I think that Stacy at this point was doing month-long challenges. And Stacy had decided to stop using social media. And then I decided for the week I was going to stop using social media. And so the title of the episode is actually called No Social Media? Question mark, explanation point. (laughs) And then we go on to talk about kind of what we learned from our experiences uh, getting away from that during this particular period of time. I like the, I mean, I definitely, I could definitely relate to my brain, like my brain working differently. Yes. This, uh, this week that has definitely happened. And, and I just don't, you know, I don't find, I don't spend time trying to like deaden myself or, um, distract myself from whatever's happening, which I, I feel like that's actually what, you know, like the reflexiveness of looking at social media while mm-hmm. I'm, you know, whatever, eating or sitting or, you know, taking a minute, like I'll go check it and it's like, oh, wait, no, I don't really, <laughs> why, why would I do that uh, yeah. instead of being here in this moment? Now, what was funny was that it did at the very beginning, there was like all this empty space in my head and I immediately went to go fill it. So I did not yeah. <laughs> let it stay empty very long. Because like on the first day, on Monday, I came home and like, I was like, oh, I can just actually spend time with the kids, you know, not worry about any of this other stuff and not even worry about like trying to take a picture or, you know, of the moment, Mm -hmm. just, hey, we're just going to have a day. You know, we, we had a dance, we had a random dance party in the the living room. We just like started playing music and dancing around and, uh, you know, I had so much energy and I felt pretty good. Of course, I just gotten a shot of steroids. So, (laughs) well, that's true. That also might have something to do with it. But anyway, um, but yeah, so it was, you know, it was really, um, it was really fun. It was good. It was a fun little thing. And that's a much better way to fill your time than, you know, just staring at your computer screen, you know? like Yeah. And I think you probably didn't realize it was distracting or taking away from your experiences before. No. I mean, I really, I mean, I suspected it might, but it's not like, it's different yeah. to suspect and then to actually like, you know, yeah, have that, 
happen. And then you're like, yeah. oh, wait, no, okay. Because like last time or when we were in town over the holidays, I was kind of, I kept poking at you and be like, what are you doing, Devin? What are you doing? Yeah. Because like you were posting all this stuff, but I was like, pay attention to me. <laughs> you know, is basically what I was saying. But I didn't want to be like a mother hen about it. But at the same time, I wanted to be like, yeah. you know, talk to me, you yeah. know, whatever. But. No, I mean, I, I'm I'm horrible at it. And I, like now I can just put my phone down and not even think about it. You know, I don't yeah. have to have yeah. it on me all the time, which is which was really nice, too. And I mean, my kids, they're like, you know, don't they get upset if I'm on my phone or they get upset even if I'm like taking pictures of them. Like Kess mm-hmm. is in this point where she will if she notices me taking a picture of her, she will make a terrible face because she's like, <laughs> no more pictures, mom. Right, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And it's it's legit. Like I really shouldn't be documenting every single minute of their lives, but yeah. I, you know, have I don't know some type of weird compulsion to do so. <laughs> um, but what was funny is I really expected to like miss it. Like I thought mm-hmm. I would miss it. I thought that I would yeah. feel disconnected. I thought that I would be yeah. I would feel like I was in a black box. I wouldn't know what was going on. Um, and like the hardest thing for me is honestly, like whenever I planned today, I couldn't look at Mm -hmm. my Facebook calendar, um, to see if there were like events coming up for Mm -hmm. the week that I needed to schedule. That's like the only time that I'm like, (laughs) oh yeah, I probably should, you know, like that or, you know, uh, burlesque, uh, things that I should be doing for class or whatever, like things like that are the only thing that I've been like, oh man, I really wish I could get on there to look for this thing. Uh, other times, like what's happened is I've been like, Oh, I wonder what's happening with this person. I wonder how they're feeling. And instead I would just be like, Oh, I just, I'll just text them. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> instead of observing silently from afar. Right. You know? Yeah. Now you actually reach out to them and actually have a conversation. Exactly. They're like, yeah. Okay, I well, found I that too. And I, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. No, it's like, it was so good to, to do that and to have like, well, so there's, it's a two prong thing though, because on the one mm-hmm. hand, it was so good for me to like actually reach out to people because I felt like yeah. I was making real, true, meaningful connections. And I felt like I was actually participating in a, in a relationship as opposed to, yeah. you know, like TVing a relationship, I guess. <laughs> right. Be a yeah, great yeah. way to, a great analogy for that. But, mm-hmm. um, but the downside is as an, as an introvert, as an, as a real oh. honest introvert is I would just, I was just so tired. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Because it does apparently be part of the reason why I like social media is because it allows you to be social in a way that does not require a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Um, and I, it just, it takes a lot of energy for me to be social. And so because of that, like I just kept, I had the desire to connect with people. So I would, put myself out there but then at the end of the day i'd be like oh my gosh i've talked to so many people i'm so tired (laughs) yeah (laughs) just need to go to bed but maybe that's why i was going to sleep earlier i don't know yeah but so i thought that was really fascinating um but i did like i think i would have to if i was going to do something like this more permanently or for a longer Mm -hmm frame of time, I would have to really think through making sure that I put like safeguards in place for me to not exhaust myself um, or overcommit myself or whatever, because I have a strong desire to, you know, take care of people and to be there for people. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and Facebook makes it really easy 
yeah. quote unquote, to be there for people. Right. But when you actually have to work at it, it takes a lot more energy. And <laughs> I like definitely by the end of this week was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. And I have, I have been there for everybody that I possibly can. I'm going to go out dancing and now I'm going to drink five whiskey sours <laughs> <laughs> and it will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Was it fine this morning, Devin? Was uh, it fine? I was fine this morning. I was absolutely fine this morning. Oh, okay, good. You're better than me then. No. I but I didn't mix my alcohol and I oh, that's true. drank a lot of water beforehand. Yeah. So that was good job. pretty good. But yeah. I'm trying to think of what else kind of came up to my to my head. Oh, I guess the other thing too, kind of related to wanting to seek people out, was that I tend to live inside my head a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Like I tend to worry about how I'm doing or what's going on with me or my life. And like, I became so much more concerned about everybody else when I didn't have to look at Like when I wasn't looking at them on social media, I was like, really honestly, like, oh, I wonder if they're okay. Oh, I wonder if this is happening. Like I just was much more focused on other people other than my own selfish self (laughs) this week. So, so that was cool cool you know like mm-hmm. oh hey that's i'm no longer living inside my own head yeah so that was good and, and maybe that could let you relax a little because you're not so focused on your stuff going on like before if you were like oh i just scolded kiss was that the right thing to do or should right. I blah 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 you know like that kind of let you relax from that like yeah it's just kind of like it happened but now you've got other things to worry about exactly <laughs> yeah no i was like okay well i'm you know <laughs> it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> It did allow me to just kind of completely unplug from that. And that was, yeah. so it was, it was really good. 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 It was a good experience. And I did get more sleep. I'm not entirely sure how. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I just had more time in the day, but. I, yeah, I think so. But I just, I did get more sleep and it was not hard to get more sleep <laughs> this week. So, I, but that's, I mean, those are just some of the things that, that I noticed. What about, what about you? Is there anything new that has come up for you? Like continuing Um, the journey or? Well, I, you know, so James posted our episode last week. Yes. uh, Or I guess this week or however you want to phrase that, but uh, (laughs) he had to post it this week. And so I had to help him a little bit because he had to log into my Facebook in order to post it. Um, so I, I stood way back, like I stood on the other side of the room and just kind (laughs) of told him where to go. But, um, so when the screen popped up, when Facebook popped up and like, I just saw it. Like I instantly had anxiety because, yeah. And it was like, it appeared so busy, you know, because you've got your timeline in the middle, you've got the stuff on the side, you've got like ads over here or whatever. And there's like like 500 notifications. Yeah. And you have all these notifications, you know, like it was just so much going on. And I was just like, no, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Like I, (laughs) I literally had some anxiety just from seeing the screen. Oh my gosh. yeah, I don't know what that means, but that, that that's uh so I was I'm I'm really liking this. I do think um I don't know that I'll step away completely just for a um like you said, there is some level of connection there just because you can't it is really easy to check in on a lot of people. Yes. And so yeah, I'm thinking maybe like once a week, uh just have a once a week check in day. Yeah. Um kind of thing. But we'll see. 
Yeah. That's, I was kind of curious. I mean, I know that we're not at the end of the month yet, but I didn't know what your plans were for kind of next steps or if you thought this was going to like drastically change your life, like you were going to give up social media forever or, you know, or just like limit it severely or anything like that. Yeah. My plan right now is just to severely limit it because I 100% am happier without it and I'm more productive without it. So I just, I like me better without it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. No, I, I mean, I definitely feel the same. I definitely feel the same. And so I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out like what, what it's going to look like, you know, yeah. when, I, when I go back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, I don't want to delete my Facebook account because there's no, just too yeah. many ways that I communicate, you know, whether it's book club or church or burlesque yeah. or whatever. There's just like, I've got so many different communities that are kind of, anchored in that space yeah. that yeah. uh it would be way too hard i think to migrate out but yeah i don't think i'm gonna put it back on my phone i think yeah. it's gonna yeah. be like what i how i start and then we'll see like mm-hmm. if i'm able to like if that will be enough mm-hmm. now instagram i think i am gonna put back on my phone at least for yeah. a while mm-hmm. um because i i do enjoy instagram and it's not the same exactly yeah. And it allows me to still, like, if there's a cool picture or a cool moment, post it out. But I may put myself, I may, like, make myself do a limit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I can't post in the moment. Like, there will be a, I'll ah, set a specific yeah. time of day that yeah. I will, that I will allow myself to post something from the day. And I can only post one thing. So I have to decide yeah. what thing I'm going to post about the day yeah. as opposed to, like, you know, cause I think that was the other thing is I have gotten so used to almost, like logging my life, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, this I'm going here with the kids. We went here, we went here. Like you know, you could you could, and it's probably probably very dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> like you could like oh, this is this is what Devin did for the entire week with her. You know, this is she yeah. went here, she went here, she went here. Um, just by looking at my social media feed, and mm-hmm. I I don't know what I expected would happen if I didn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't still live. I don't, I mean, I don't know yeah, what, what the, know. what the idea was behind that, but you know what? I mean, I still had a pretty good, awesome week. Uh, yeah. lots of cool stuff happened. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Didn't, didn't, probably enjoyed it more. Yeah. Probably. Um, didn't have any problems, you know, and I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's been like, I mean, no one has been like sending me messages saying, Devin, where are you? Or Devin, what are yeah. you doing? Like nobody, yeah. nobody cares. It's fine. So I feel like, I could definitely, like, I definitely should think more about, you know, posting something out there. So it's yeah. not just, you know, every single little thing, every single time I go to the library, every single time we go to right. the, like, you know, I don't have to post those every single time. Like, I could yeah. pick one awesome thing that happened during the day, and then mm-hmm. that'll be the thing that I post. Yeah. So that might be, I, I haven't committed to that yet, but I, d- I don't think so far, I think that whenever I get back into this tomorrow, I'm not going to put Facebook on my, on my phone. Yeah. And yeah. Then we'll I like that. There. Cause yeah, I think that's when it, um, because like, it's just so easy just to be like, Oh, I've got a free second. Let me just click it. And then. Right. I mean, there's so, now that is, I, there were so many times I would be like just mindlessly thumbing through my phone and be like, yeah. And I would like, I would go to, I would search for Facebook because I was like, it's not where it is. <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> I'd search for Instagram. Oh, wait, no, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not even there. What am I trying to do? Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's so, 
you know, muscle memory or uh, yep. just a I think so. I think it's just a habit. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I'm definitely not going to put Facebook back on my phone, but yep. at least yep. not for a while. So we'll see. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you can always access it. Like you could go, I could go to the web and yeah, on my yeah, phone to, if I needed, if needed to. needed to emergency. emergency. Right. But yeah. I think it just will help to not have the app on my phone. So yeah. we'll see. Look, <laughs> it's, uh, it's getting later. I've had more wine and the editing is getting sloppier. I apologize, but also I don't know what you expected from me. <laughs> it's like, you know what you, you, you get what you get, right? Um, <laughs> as we... All, we're almost ready to reveal our number one episode of all time. But before we do that, I wanted to um, show a little bit or talk a little bit about what what our uh, what sort of analytics we have for our specific um, for our specific podcast. We have as of today. 3,880 total listens, which is, I think, pretty cool. Um, most everybody is listening to them over Overcast, but we also have some people listening to us on Pocket Casts and Safari and Spotify, so kind of everywhere, all over the board, but um, Overcast is where we usually get uh, listened to. And then most people are listening to us on Tuesday at 10 o'clock, which is when the episodes uh, drop. So, wow, you all are, are ready for it. You're like right there. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, those are just a few things that are cool to know about our particular podcast and some of the stuff that uh <laughs> some of the stuff that's out there anyway we are ready for number one uh the number one episode of all time the most listened to episode it is it has 79 listens which boggles my mind especially since this was like one of those things that we just had a random idea about and decided to do um but it was published in April 21st, 2020, and it is episode 72. It's the yummy moon. <laughs> and so this episode was where Stacy had had a poster that had moon phases and Stacy was like, hey, let's talk about the moon phases. And I was like, oh, I could relate that to magic stuff. And um, and then Stacy came up with a whole new way of like organizing your planning around moon phases. It was a very cool and entertaining episode, but it also strikes me as funny that this is our number one episode. <laughs> But it is, uh, and it has been for a while. So without further ado, here's a clip from episode 72, our number one episode, It's the Yummy Moon. Um, okay, so yeah, so my idea for these phases was to and I, I guess i'm a little torn because i like to be a little more exact and so my 
in, um, theory would be, or not my theory, my uh, like intention, I guess, would be to um, inclination. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> my inclination would be to start this on the first Sunday of the month. Right. And then go through the pattern. But the problem is that's not when the moon phase is. Yeah. Because, um, for example, the <laughs> next new moon phase, if you're listening to this on release day, is actually tomorrow. Yep. Wednesday the 22nd. Yep. So that would be kind of weird um, to start a new thing on Wednesday the 22nd in the middle of the month. But, you know, if you want to follow the moon phases, then that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But And the other thing, too, is that it's really crazy because because the moon cycle is like 29.5 days. It's never going to... Yes. It's going to always be... It won't be the same day of the week even. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's always exactly. going to be a little weird. So, yeah, it's yeah. really hard yeah. to follow. I, w- I think it would, would be really hard to follow the moon exactly. Yeah. I think so too. Um, if you did want to do that, they, the days, the phases basically last between three and four. So that's another fuzziness <laughs> that you would have to do. But that kind of gives you an idea that you have three to four days in each phase to do the thing. Okay. But um, my idea was to maybe, again, start at the first Sunday of the month. Um, and that's where I would do my new moon phase. So where I would uh, be resetting, kind of spend some time alone. Um purge negativity and like set intentions. So let's just say, for example, I wanted to try my intention for the, for the month was to eat better. Um, then during this phase, I may do research on different kinds of, uh, plans for like types of eating, you know, like, um, eating more vegetables or eating more protein or eating red meat. Like this is probably the time that I would do my research to get ready. Okay. Um, and then the next phase I would do on like maybe Wednesday. Uh, so it'd be like probably Sunday and Wednesday of every week. Um, so then on Wednesday, that's when I would set my intentions. So that's when I would decide, okay, I'm going to try to eat more vegetarian or, uh, I've actually kind of been eating what they call flexitarian, which is where you eat vegetarian most <laughs> of the time. I know. No, there's <laughs> just sounds, there's a name for that. That everything. sounds like my sexual orientation. I don't know. <laughs> you know just, I'm you're flex, right. I'm flexitarian. I'm flexitarian. <laughs> I think that's perfect. I think you need a t-shirt this. I'm flexitarian. <laughs> um, but uh, it's where you eat vegetarian maybe like six days of the week and then maybe you still eat some meat maybe one or two days a week okay uh so you're like mostly vegetarian i just think it's weird that they have names for all these things but (laughs) that's what my plate joy calls it okay Okay. because they have a setting uh but anyway so let's say okay i want to set my intentions my intentions is to eat quote unquote flexitarian um and so i would do that like on wednesday so then when the next sunday comes around uh, that would be the next phase, which is take action. So from there, I would go to the grocery store. I would make my grocery list. I would decide the meals I was eating, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then on Wednesday, the next Wednesday, I would refine and hone. So I would probably like, okay, how are these recipes? Do I like them? Do I prefer a little more meat? Do I, is this, is this okay? Do I need to increase like something else like dairy or whatever? Like I would just refine and re and hone whatever I'm working on. Okay. Um, and then the next, the Sunday after that, that's when I would harvest endeavors, which I think is a little trickier because that's more about looking back. Well, not looking back. Well, introspection is internal. So I guess harvest endeavors is like that. You probably couldn't do that right away, but 
that would probably be a time that you looked back on whatever you did the month before and it's how just that when you make the food, improved. man. It's just when you make the meal. <laughs> well, that's true. I guess I'm literally harvesting. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more because it says time to harvest the intentions and wishes of past moon. So maybe the month before I did exercise more. So then this right. month, I, at this point, I would be like, you know, I've been exercising four times a week and it's, I really feel great. Like that's kind of the way I envisioned it, I guess. Yeah. I think that, I mean, um, I think because it's not like you can, you know, there weren't there really any goals that you can do in like the w- one moon cycle. So right, yeah. it, it makes sense that the moon cycle that you might be harvesting this month might be intentions that you set in previous moon cycles. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that would be, yeah, because that's only Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. So that's only three weeks from the time that you were preparing. So you hadn't even said it. It's only two and a half weeks from the time that you set intentions. Right. And only two weeks from the time you took action. So I don't think there would be enough time in between there. Um, so that was Wednesday. So then the next week, nope, that was, see, this is complicated. <laughs> Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday. That was Sunday. So then the Wednesday of the third week, that's when you do your introspection and you're being grateful. So maybe you say... You know, you take some time to be grateful and you say, you know, like, I'm grateful that I have access to these good veggies and that I don't have to eat ramen noodles every day. And, you know, (laughs) some introspection of this flexitarian thing makes me feel good, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so then um, the, that was the Wednesday of the third week. Then the Sunday of the fourth week, that's when you release, let go, forgive. Uh, I guess if your habit's holding you back, oh. So maybe if I, even though I was doing flexitarian, maybe I was eating pie every day. So that's probably when I would be like, all right, Stacey, time to stop eating that pie every day. That's holding me back from my good eating style. Uh, And then finally, the Wednesday of the last week is the surrender and rest. So from like Wednesday to Saturday, I would probably just do whatever I wanted. Just relax and just not worry about anything. Um, that's kind of your free time, you know? Right, right. Uh, and then the next Sunday is the start over. So I guess one, okay, problems I see with this. One, <laughs> it is complicated, okay? You right. would definitely have to have some sort of planner system where you have a note on each uh, week, Sunday and Wednesday, as to what step you're on. Because, yeah. Um, two, I don't know how to handle a week with five, I mean, a month with five weeks. Uh, <laughs> this, I mean, I guess... I guess you could keep it rolling. I guess you don't technically have to do it by the right. months, but that just I just like me. I'm laughing that you're like this is literally it's supposed to be following the phases of the moon and you're like I'm just going to make this fit into the calendar the way that I want it to. <laughs> like I think I know, that might be literally the opposite of the point. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. You're right. But I know. I, but I, I also know I, that I it's hard because it's like, you know, when is, well, I guess I'm going to start something new on a Thursday. You know, that's, so <laughs> right, I get that yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know if this is a real good plan. I like the, um, I like the idea of the different phases. I just, it's just so much, I right. guess. So I don't know where to go from there. 
I feel like um, it might be better as like not necessarily this is how I'm going to plan my life, but yeah, I'm going to acknowledge that this is the energy that is in the universe right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, for example, I've got on my watch a moon phase uh, widget. Oh, thing. there you go. And so mm-hmm. I know right now that we are getting pretty close. We're in the waning crescent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. We're getting really close to the new moon. And um, so like... I'm recognizing that right now is my surrender, rest, recuperate. And man, am I ever feeling that right now? Um, because I just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, amen. And, um, amen. And I think that that is, like, that's good. Because I'm like, okay, now this is what, this is where I'm at. This is what's happening. Um, I can be gentle with myself right now and be very intentional as opposed to just, you know, I'm just completely Animal Crossing. Um, mm-hmm. but then I need to like keep an eye on it. And then when it's, you know, new moon, then I can start really being introspective and thinking about what I want to do with the, you know, to change No, things. introspection is the waning gibbons, Devin. Um, and you're not supposed to be intentional right now. You have to <laughs> no, wait no, no, for meant- the waxing crescent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant when you get to the new moon, because the next phase is I'm the new kidding. moon. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of complicated. Yeah, it is. But, you know, but so then you're like, hey, I'm going to like retreat and think about what I want to do. Uh, yeah. And then after that, okay, I'm going to start making. I think the thing that this would help me most with, quite honestly, is mm-hmm. number one, I tend to get stuck in a rut. Number two, I tend, like just me personally, I tend to oscillate between extremes where I will mm-hmm. like, go 500 miles an hour, whole hog, I'm going to do all the things. And then like the next day I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think what is appealing to me about like just, just arranging your own personal energy, not necessarily like this is how I'm going to plan my stuff, but this is just how I'm going to pace myself um, is really helpful because like, the idea of taking three days to just rest and relax is like bananas to me, uh, mm-hmm. but sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. know, and like, and the fact that as opposed to just like, I'm going to go and do all the things you're like working up to it and you're thinking about it and you're like planning things out and you're taking a lot of time. Um, mm-hmm. And then like you're acting and you're working really hard and you're, but then after that, you're evaluating, you know? So there's like, I like the whole cycle as this organic way of sort of keeping your own energy in check to make sure that you're not being um, influenced by, you know, depression, anxiety, uh, external factors, uh, <laughs> your own neuroses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, here's a natural cycle that I can follow to like, not burn myself out, not just not do anything and still like move forward and make progress. Yeah. So I don't know. That was kind of my final takeaway, I guess. Yeah. I think it, yeah, I think it makes sense. And, uh, <coughs> no, no, Stacy. No, no, don't die. Stacy. I know. They get, did you choke on an olive? <laughs> no, if the zombies don't get me, the gin will. <laughs> and the only thing I have to um, wash it down with is more gin. Oh, darn. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, sorry. 
Oh, hold on. <laughs> Are you not done yet? Not back yet. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So, just spoiler alert: Stacy did eventually come back. <laughs> Uh, I will link to all of these episodes and show notes so that way you can go and listen to the full one, full episodes if you would like. And I know, as I've often said with Stacy on our podcast, that this one is a long one. So I appreciate you hanging in there with us and celebrating with us on our 200th episode. You know, that's 200 weeks. That's two buddies doing this podcast for 200 weeks in a row and we are very grateful to have been able to do this with all of you and have such amazing listeners who supported the show in so many ways and I think it's probably about time for us to take a little break like 200 seems like a good number to end on so I wanted to let everybody know that this will be the last episode of weekly buddy time for a while um not sure exactly how long the break will be it might be fairly long it might not be very long at all just kind of depends on how we are all able to shift priorities in our lives but we wanted to end (laughs) hopefully we're not ending the podcast but we wanted to make sure that before we left for a while and in you know, in um, non-determined amount of time. I wanted to make sure that we ended on a high note. And so 200 episodes seems like a really high note to end on. So just from Stacy and me to all of you, wanted to thank you for all of your support, all of the comments, all of the listens throughout the years. This podcast started on December 11th, 2018. This episode airs on October 4th, 2022. That is almost four years of a weekly podcast. So definitely something to celebrate and to be excited about. And hey, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again, not too far from now. Until then, keep on ringing those bells. Keep on making your goals. Keep on being kind to each other, and we'll talk to you soon. We love you. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho